Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, uh, are we doing the smooth jazz intro or? No, we've already. You've tuned in. You need, the Walking Blind what you need to hear right now is that the Chicago Bulls theme song is going on right now. So you got to play, you got to do that energy because that. That yeah. fucking... I got a story about energy from when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, let's let's go. Let's do this. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, because you've earned it. Michael Jordan intro. <clears throat> All right, we good? We good? We good? What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast, episode 43, the show where we normalize checking in on the homies. I'm Mike. This is also Mike. And we got a special guest in the building this week. Uh, this is my brother. This is my mentor. Uh, this is Brian Bowens. Yo, yo. What's up? What's up? Uh, we can, I feel like we need a round of applause, but it's like, we don't have enough people in here to clap. There we go. <laughs> clap, clap, clap it up. So, um, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of times when I, when I talk about, um, you know, yeah, my brother, my brother, you know, this and this and this, I, I feel like nobody's actually expecting you. A brother, right? <laughs> a, a brother, right? So I'm always like, yeah, my brother, he, he's, he's a brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But so we we actually go way back to the to the Georgia days, yeah. um, and I've told some stories about how like uh, you know back in the day before the before the Mikey Diamond stuff, which I need to get your opinion on. Okay, on that back 
but uh back in the days i would uh i would basically i was just that kid that would hang out and i would sit in the back and then watch everybody freestyling and mm -hmm. rapping and making beats and stuff like that mm -hmm. like <clears throat> back to uh back to the days where we were recording on mini discs mm. yep. like there was we didn't have any like digital workstations nobody had laptops or anything like that it was like straight to a mini disc i have to like do 38 layers of like <laughs> beats and stuff like that mm -hmm. um and i like had no clue no clue what i was doing like i would just sit back i wanted to rhyme everything with ak and day those were the only two things i knew how to rhyme and then uh i would just sit back and like watch all these dudes like doing music and like producing rapping shows like yeah. going to those little concerts and stuff at uh at the little clubs when i was too young to get in but since i was like with the crew i was they allowed me in but i had to stay in certain sections in certain areas so yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of history there there's a lot of uh a lot of time back then so stoked you're here yeah man glad to be here just got back from a nice little vacation yeah man enjoyed that as well <laughs> good times good times so let's uh let's let's jump in <laughs> and we we start every episode with our uh mike perez or mental health check mm -hmm. um basically just checking in on everybody see how you guys are doing see how everything's going and um <clears throat> yeah we go from there you want to kick us off yeah uh so I feel like I feel like mentally I've been good, and I think it's because I've been I've been uh, I've been pretty good about you know like my I we joke about how like I'm just like the worst at keto. That's like the diet, the diet <laughs> I've been doing, but um, but even though I'm like not doing the greatest on that, like I'm still doing better. Like I'm still more conscious about what I'm eating. Um, and last then, episode was an eye opener. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can blame the camera as much as we want, but uh, yeah, we, we can just lose the, weight. That's we can just thing. lose weight. Yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. But um. And then uh, I think just being able to like exercise, I feel like that's been that's been uh, really good for me mentally. Um, I've been sticking with the jump rope a little hard this weekend because this weekend I'll get into it. It's just kind of kind of crazy, but um, I think all that has been great for me mentally. And uh, yeah, I feel like I'm doing well. Hoping to get back on track this week. So yes. that's where I'm at. Uh, so I'll jump in. I have been, uh, I'm good right now. Um, kind of talked about last week, how I found out about Isley and the brain tumor and everything. Uh, but she's been having really good days. Um, like she hasn't been, uh, too crazy, like off. Um, <clears throat> so that's been good. And then other than that, just, uh, we, uh, had a like pretty chill little weekend, watched the fight. Mm -hmm. Uh, you flew in yesterday. We like, kicked it in L.A. Everybody bought shoes, so that's exciting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you somehow managed to find some Jordan 3s and a 13. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Over there sitting in the box. Mm. Yeah, nice. Um, so, yeah, I'm just kind of um, – and then just kind of falling back into – it's ever since this build, like, finished here, I've been kind of been able to get back to, like, normal swing of things. Mm -hmm. Like even just simple stuff, like being able to just be on track with my laundry and like be on track with, instead of like coming home and like spending hours in here and then going right. and working on something else. So, um, that's been nice. Um, and uh, now I'm like, now that everything's kind of settled here and everything's kind of like you know looking good, uh, I'm I'm trying not to immediately turn my focus to the fields on wheels, but at the <laughs> yeah, same time, can, you know, we can, we can wait a little on that. We can, uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's a, uh, there's another podcast that, uh, that 
I follow that also follows us that made a comment about a mobile studio the other day. And really? Like, fellas, fellas, <laughs> um, you know who you are. Uh, shout out to After the Breakdown because they, they've got a cool little oh, show cool. going on. And, okay. and I saw a little post they put up about mobile studio and boys, we were here first. Yeah, ours is coming. <laughs> I mean, actually, I mean, technically that, we have it. We just got to yeah. move our cameras in, that's all. Yeah, but then again, that would be sick if you guys put together a... Uh, yeah. A little little studio on wheels too. We can just meet up somewhere. No, dude, dude. We do like a like a tour barbecue kind of thing. That'd be sick. <laughs> meet halfway. Yeah, find a, find a bunch find, of gas. Find a Walmart to just <laughs> <laughs> grill at. That'd be sick. Well, yeah, man. So I'm I'm I feel good right now. How about you, man? How you doing? Ah, uh, man. Mental health is going good actually. Um, like they said, been on vacation for the past couple of weeks, so that was very relaxing. Um, you know, I got kids, so for me, it's always going to be a little up and down because it's not like, um, can't worry just about yourself. You got to worry yeah. about your kids too, but you know, they're doing good. And when they do good, that makes me do excellent. So, nice. um, you know, everything's going well with me, but I can relate about the weight, the weight stuff and getting back on track with that. Uh, like we were talking about before is like, man, I was doing so good before vacation hit. Now I'm just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. like shit, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, it's going to be a struggle getting back. You know, yeah. I was working out almost every day and it's, to be off for two weeks. Yeah. It's like, man, I don't even know if I feel like going to the gym anymore. <laughs> it's, it's also crazy that like you went to, you know, you went to the Philippines, you went right. to the motherland for right. me, and the food out there is just like, you can't, oh, man, you it's can't dope. not eat the street food, and man, you can't not eat the snacks, man. Everything was good besides the bullock, and I think I'm saying <laughs> it right, the bullock. So, man, what that is, is like, the chicken is still in the egg. It's like, when the chicken is getting... It's a, uh, it's a duck. It's a, it's, it's it's a, a duck, duck yeah. egg, yeah. Okay, so the duck, you can see. Like, it's forming. You can see the head, the beak. Yeah, it just depends and on what stage you get it at. Listen, um, it was a mental thing. I tried a very small piece of it, and I was like, you know what? Um, I'm good. I'm good on that. But uh, I was there kicking it uh, with, with, with my girl, Aubrey, and uh, her dad was just like, don't eat. I mean, don't think, just eat. Uh, I'm just <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that, I don't think that's going to work because I already saw it. <laughs> And they're like, uh, yeah, you're 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 not a real Filipino if you if you don't if you don't eat this. I was like, well, you, I was like, well, shit, I'm African American, so you know, it was gonna work out anyways. Like, right, so, have you seen Bullet before? I have. Yeah. yeah, I remember Martin finding someone in his house and not realizing yeah. that. I was like, mm. oh, this is what that is. Yeah. So, like the the theory, like the way that my uncle likes to describe it is, you you'd get the Bullet right, and then you just crack open the top a little bit mm. so that all the juices and everything stay inside. And yeah, he's got a picture right here. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it looks like. Just as black as that. Yeah. I don't know if you can, if you can put that on I, camera, I but the put black it on camera one. if we bark it, but, um, <clears throat> so like you get the, you get the balut and then you crack open the top a little bit and then, uh, you pour your salt or whatever inside and you <laughs> slurp the juice out. Right. Okay. Then you can peel it and then you get to the, uh, the duck. The little right. duck. The little duck. Sometimes, depending on when you get it and how it's formed, there might be a beak or there might be some feathers, you know, just like depending on the the sweet spot that you get it in. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and it's, it's, and it's, yeah. A, it's a delicacy for them, man. They they love it. I yeah. just could. It's just so, <laughs> I, my mental just couldn't yeah. take it. 
But, um, you know, all in all, though, the food is actually excellent out there. You know, you're going to have some things that you might try and you're like, yeah, I'll pass on that. But for the most part, I, food is excellent. I was telling Mike, uh, Aubrey had fried some chicken. And I was like, Mike, that chicken's better than my aunt. Well, and that's my a, a southern woman who that's can a cook. big deal. Whoa. That's a big deal. Yeah, I'm talking about that. I was like, yeah, next time I come back, I'm going to need that fried chicken again. She, she, yeah. his, his aunt would make fried chicken for the potlucks, right? For the yeah, like the if we did stuff church. at church from sometimes, she'd make it. And, yeah. For, so first off, uh, going to uh, uh, you know Southern Baptist all black church when you're a tiny little Filipino kid was always interesting because everybody's paying attention to you and they're all trying to feed you. And they're all trying to put food in your belly, like, oh, you gotta try this, oh, you gotta try this. And then you got the ladies that are competing, like, try my chicken, no, try my chicken, then which one's better? And I'm like, ooh, y'all are asking me some real tough questions right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty big feat if she was able to do chicken Listen, that that good. Damn. It was good. It's it was good. Yeah. Like uh I you tried your aunt? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to let her know. <laughs> Um, you know what yeah. though? She she's retiring from the game anyway. She's like trying to pass it down to uh, my cousin and everything. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no. Listen, she Aubrey got it right now, bro. Dude, <laughs> she 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 kind of got huge. the title, man. That's huge. Um, so, when you were out there, like we'll just we're thick boys. We fixed our camera angles though. Uh, so what what was a food that you were expecting to not like, and that you ended up liking out there? Or was there something that you looked at, you're like, nah, that's, no, I'm not no, having that. And then you tried it and you were like, oh, okay. So in the province of Mindoro, they have a black crab. Well, it's, it's, it's mud crab. Yeah. But when you cook it, it comes out black. Okay. Right? Um, I was skeptical of yeah. that. But that was actually very, very good. It kind of, the way it was, um, her dad explained it to me, it was almost reminds me of like catfish, you know, to kind of bury in the mud and stay on the bottom and stuff like that. Yeah. So I guess this is like a river, a lake crab that they have. They don't pull out the ocean, pull out the river. And uh, I was a little skeptical of that one because, you know, I'm like, nah, man, those crabs don't look like that where I'm from. <laughs> and it's black. Like, what the fuck yeah. is this? You know what I mean? <laughs> but but it was really good. It was really good. Okay. Um, the chicken and pork adobo, man, that, that was fire too. Yeah. Um, the only difference for me is uh, I'm not a huge rice eater. I'll eat it sometimes, mm-hmm. but you know, out there, rice is just pretty much every meal. Yeah, breakfast, lunch, staple. and dinner. Yeah. So, but um, that was one of the the main ones that I tried that I, I really liked. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that and adobo. The adobo is good. Yeah. 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 The adobo is uh is definitely uh I, you've never had adobo even at the house. Nope. Let me tell you something, Mike. You weren't as adventurous. <laughs> I, and I'm still not quite as yeah, adventurous. Y- y- I'm getting good. a little bit better. But, you know, uh, when I went to Mike's house after school one time, you know, of course we're hungry, been at school all day. <laughs> Mike said, all right, man, look in the fridge, get you something. And I saw the fish heads. Yep. And it was fish head soup, I think. Something like and that. And I was just like, yeah, no. I'm not hungry anymore. I'm <laughs> not, not going to be able to do that, brother. It's the most uh, delicious part. And you know what? You know what? That's what they say. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, you know, my pops is a fisherman. And when he catches fish, (laughs) the the head always gets gone, brother. (laughs) Now, we'll eat the fish tail. 
Okay. Yeah, that's fair. You know, crisp that up real yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. But the head, not, not, not so much. You know, I'm thinking about the brains and all the insides. I'm, yeah, I'm not it's, sucking like, that. It's just a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Would, would, would that be something you would do? Mike's not much of an adventurous eater either. Uh, but, I, I mean, I will. Like, I, I, I don't even know what I ate in China, but I ate some questionable things out there. Um, I didn't have... What were their names? Spider. They had, they had like, we went to this like a market and they had all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, 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 for sure, I don't think I could do the egg, the, the, the bullet. duck. It's yeah. the, it's seeing the, the, yeah, I don't think I could, I don't think I could do I that. The same way. <clears throat> but, um, man, I don't know if fish had soup. What about like know. crickets and stuff like that? I think I can do crickets. Yeah, I, I think even I try crickets. I think I can do crickets. Spider, yeah. scorpion, that type of that stuff freaks you, me out. It, you know what though? In a weird way, I feel like it could. It, like if I knew if it was like, like I know some. It wasn't gonna come back to life in your mouth. Well, no, but not like if it was like uh, if it was like salted a certain way. You know what I mean? Or yeah. if it was like dipped in chocolate, I could probably okay. do it. Yeah. Okay. Like, because uh, <clears throat> I feel like Christian had like like chocolate crickets or something like that or something yeah i don't know it's a cop out it's cheating yeah no. I, I would have to cheat then yeah if that's a cop out i'm, I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. cheating okay i'm definitely i'm not doing a spider you do a spider no i'm not doing a spider roach i'm not doing a roach, Ooh, gonna do a roach. Mm, i don't know if i could do that do the roach. Roach. Yeah. did you okay. no nah, no roaches brother. okay <laughs> <laughs> i was about to say um yeah that's that's that'll freak me out was when you're when you were out there? Was there any like touristy things you went and saw or like? Uh, yeah, I went to uh, an area called Puerto Galera, and that's where a lot of you'll see a lot of foreigners there, especially a lot of foreigner men. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's like the men, one of the men hubs out there. It's the hub for a for a young or old single man. Shit, old. Let's not let's yeah. not cap. A lot of them were old, old, <laughs> but old they were pulling nines and tens and elevens and twelves. Wow. Yeah, Mike. I actually, ended up sitting sitting in Oof. for a band out there, um, on on a song playing, but uh, they, listen. That's where they were at, and the women don't—they don't care if you're with somebody or not. They're, hey, they're gonna wave, yeah. try to talk to you on the slaps. You, you with somebody? Yeah. <laughs> That's I was—I would consider that one of men's paradise areas. Okay. So yeah. if you're single, go there. You—you you won't have any problem. Yeah, we were—we were talking last night because uh, we went to dinner with my dad. Because um, <clears throat> you haven't seen my dad either since like they moved out here and everything, right? Right. 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 So. Um, so we went out and met up with my pops and we went to we went to the Korean barbecue spot. S- floors are still slippery. Dude. Dude, like the floors everywhere you go, you're just sliding all over the place. <laughs> um but yeah, even my dad was saying, like, you know who you guys need to take out there is Andrew. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, we need to take Andrew out there. So <clears throat> he he shouldn't have any problem. Now, I will say now it, um I stayed the first night um at the Heritage Hotel. And every in Manila, in Manila, and yeah. every single person who worked there was just beautiful. I I didn't see not one ugly woman. Yeah, nice. The men too. Like I did not see one ugly woman. <laughs> <laughs> right. The men I can't speak for, but they were polite. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. what I'm saying they're real polite. Everything is yes, sir. Or, Thank you, Poe. Yeah. Uh, you know. <clears throat> yeah. But it, you know. I, I fairly enjoyed it, and I'm definitely coming back. 
And your dad was just like, you need to take Mike with you. So what's up? When, you going to go? What are you going to do? Uh, we got to see what's up. When, when was the last time you went out? I've never been to the Philippines. you never been to the Philippines? Never, I, I need been to, to my motherland, but you haven't been to yours? Uh, your motherland's way closer. Uh, I'm more yeah. of a Filipino at this point than Mike. Facts. <laughs> facts. Mike's more Peruvian than I am. Yeah. So. Listen, we also did the um, Filipino shower and everything, so... Okay. Yeah. You use the yeah. tabo? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, okay. sir. Yes, uh, sir. You're a you're a honorary official Filipino. That's right? right. Listen, when I go back, I I got pool over there now. <laughs> Dude, when you go, he'll show you around. I know. I will. Yeah. I'll yeah. have to show him. He's hey, like, hey, I'm gonna take you to your cousin's house. That's okay. right, right. And 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 when and when we go back, Aubrey's gonna have to show us around because yeah, I'm right. still learning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's cool i want to go just try that chicken man listen man. yeah come through she should have no problem hooking it up i uh i also i speaking of like chicken in the motherland i did have chicken in peru that was like some of the best that i've ever had because they're all free range and then mm -hmm. like right. you know spiced and seasoned and then they're on a rotisserie i was like this is you guys want to get chicken after this I know. episode? <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be as good as the uh, the fried chicken you have, but we can get something. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can. We're definitely going to have to eat something. Yeah, Jesse's over there, like, punching camera buttons, drooling, <laughs> all this conversation. Oh, no. He, he might want a big steak or something. <clears throat> oh, man. We do something. I had, I had a carne asada and queso before I came, and this is still kind of killing me. Like, is it? Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, just to tie everything back up, the mental health game has been very good lately, though. That's you know, good. Like I said, sometimes you got to get away, too, just to clear your mm -hmm. own thoughts. Um, when we're back here, you know, everybody, I guess, gets caught up with life and work yeah. and taking care of whatever responsibilities they have. And I think it's actually dope that when y'all open up y'all podcast, y'all check on each other's mental health and stuff like that because that's not common, especially amongst men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we we kind of keep all that stuff in and don't really share, talk about it, but, you know, that's good to check up on each other and see see where everybody's at. Yeah, man, the, uh, when, we, when we started this show, I mean, we've talked about it a lot on here, but when we started, it was, you know, me and Mike, like, meeting up on the weekends at the coffee shop because um, there was a time period realistically there was a time period during covid where everybody went into lockdown right, right. and then um <clears throat> and everybody was like with their girlfriends or their significant <laughs> others right. and, and me and mike were like hey what are you doing later yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we just started hanging out like uh at the coffee shop every weekend um and then for years before that i've been like hey mike let's Get you on a podcast, get you on a show, get you on a podcast, you know. Um, and then he's actually, you know, he had gone to school for social work. Okay. You know, and then a big part of the no bragging rights message is, you know, like mental health awareness. And, mm. um, you know, so I was like, let's let's bring all that together, you know, right. and do, do that in the show. And I was just convincing and convincing. And finally, I was like, Mike, I'll do everything. All you have to do is show up. <laughs> he, he, literally, he literally was just like. He's like, okay. He's like, if for this to happen, like, tell me what you. And I was like, I was like, honestly, dude, I'm. I'll show up, mm -hmm. and I'll like, I can do whatever my side of it. I'll come, you know, be prepared. I was like, everything else though, dude. I just, I, I don't want to do this. So he's like, okay, okay. So if I did everything, mm -hmm. like filmed it, edited, put it online, made it available, this and that, and you just showed up and you, but you would do it. Like, right. I was like, yeah. 
And so bet. <laughs> took care of it, huh? And, yeah, and, 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 and by the way, are. this is I know this is the only angle that, that they can see out there, but this is a dope setup, by the way. Thank you. It's yeah, yeah. it's a very dope setup. This is the biggest like I told you so. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is a uh, yeah. Oh, you know, I thought I thought it was always going to be. I didn't even know we were going to have a camera the first time. It was just kind of be like audio and right, and then. But. I I think to me the part of this too was was living out all the dreams that I wanted to live with like the robot lab, <laughs> <laughs> but those those dudes like like uh, Larry and Daniel and everybody like nobody ever wanted to do a video aspect. Right, uh, they're always like that's just audio only, and I was like, all right, cool, you know. Um, and I like sitting around and like talking with my friends, just right. having conversations. Whether it's like, you know, um, as as Joelka likes to say, uh, Marvel and DC facts that aren't actually true, uh, <laughs> or if you know, like we're just talking nonsense. Um, I just like hanging out with everybody and like just uh, right. and then just like getting everybody's like story and conversation and stuff. So when when finally I was like, Mike, I'll do everything, and he said yes, I was like, oh. We're doing video. We're doing, <laughs> doing this. Wait, actually, within that same time is when we basically came up with the name too. Yeah. Like it's like called. He's like you're like let's just call it like the call it like the Walking Line Podcast. Yeah. It's like, all right. In my mind, I kind of thought like a placeholder. I was like, all right, right. You know, it's good for now. Yeah. And then uh, and then we had like a logo within like a week. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like why would you do this? Why would you do this? I was like, all right, I guess we're doing it for real. <clears throat> um. Yeah. And it works. It works. Yeah, that's, man. That's a good thing. And uh, and and like. I feel like every episode ever since we've moved, well, every episode, this is the third episode since we moved into this room uh, or into this little space, uh, it's looked different because we were like, yeah. <laughs> figure out what to do with the back wall. Like, let's not have this window here, you know, things like that. And then now we're just like, let's just keep it simple. Like, and I think that this works, you know, yeah. like before, like legit before you got here, cause, cause you were staying in here. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we had black curtains, like black velvet curtains running okay. around the back. Okay. And then I was like, it's ugly. I don't like the way it looks. So I took it all down. And I patched like the holes. And then I was telling Mike, I'm just going to get, um, I'm going to get that brick paneling and I'm going to whitewash it and I'm going to put up the brick panelings and make it look mm -hmm. cool, you know, interesting and stuff like that. And then I finally like for the first time since this podcast has started, I stopped myself and I was like, hey, maybe you should just chill for a second and just let right. things be, you know? Right. So I just kind of cleaned it up. And then I sent Mike a picture and he's like, yeah, let's just do it like that. It's yeah, fine. It I was like, like that. okay, let's just do <laughs> right. it like that. So, I, all this being said, week, next week it'll still it'll look different again because we do have yeah. some stuff that's like on order. Right. Um, I, I'm just, I'm, we'll use this as a reference for next for like I don't know how, when it'll happen. At some point, Mike will do something. Uh, yeah, I will do something season. different. But <laughs> honestly, like I think it just looks clean the way it is. So yeah. Kind of, I'm pretty stoked on it. Um, and then plus, like, I mean, there was there was. A majority of the reason why we did the studio was for the podcast, but also like, you know, I do voiceover work, right. things like that. So I needed right. like a dedicated um, space. And then I, you know, I don't live in the biggest of houses. So I felt bad. Like when uh, we moved, like when I moved Karima in, mm -hmm. I would like, okay, it's Monday. We're going to record. Y'all, you, you're going to go, you're going to get groceries or like <laughs> gonna run that air, yeah, gonna go, uh, <laughs> run that air for an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, and I felt like, I was just like, yeah. I felt yeah. bad because, yeah. you know. I mean, like we talk about mental health and then she's like, like having anxiety about being in the, in the grocery store because, you know, Elliot's going all crazy and stuff. Right. And I'm like, I'm right. like, how's your mental health going? Mm -hmm. So she's like, yeah. you just fucked it up. Yeah. She's, she's like, like, how like, about that? 
not good, Mike. Yeah, not good. Um, so yeah, there's kind of like a, you know, all of those pieces combined kind of led to this space, which, you know, I'm in the end, I'm pumped on this. Like I'm, yeah. I'm excited about how it turned out and how it looks. Yeah. So that's, that's cool, man. Um, so I wanted to, uh, kind of talk to you about, so like I brought up in the beginning, we had, uh, so we've talked about Mikey Diamonds on the show, but we haven't okay. like really dove into yeah. like the story behind it and everything. Okay. Um, so when I, like I said, when I was younger, like rapping and stuff like that was never like a, like, I'm going to do this. You right. Know? <clears throat> I would just sit back and like, listen to you guys all rap, you guys all freestyle. And, uh, like I would go to the shows and see you guys all performing and stuff like that. And I was just like the kid in the back. And we talked about um, <clears throat> about energy, mm -hmm. uh, you know, at the beginning of the show, like getting all pumped with the Michael mm -hmm. Jordan theme. Well, <clears throat> back in, uh, you know, good old Suwannee, Georgia, mm -hmm. when we were kids, I remember I was dating, um, I was dating a white girl uh, named <laughs> named Jordan. Uh, <laughs> what's, up? what's up? What's up, Jordan? What's uh, happening? <laughs> and so, uh, 15, 20 years later, yeah, what's, 15, what's, 20 good? Years later, what's good? What's um, good? And um, I remember, like, it was after school, and, like, I I didn't take the bus home. I was hanging out, you know, with Brian, and he was like, yeah, man, just chill with me. You know, we'll give you a ride home or whatever, right? And so, like, I'm this, like, little Filipino kid. Not, you know, like, nothing. Not, I'm not that cool. I'm just, like, hanging out. Um, and so I'm, my girlfriend's there at the time, and then uh, her mom pulls up. Expedition, she, you know, pulls up. <laughs> Back then, those were, like, brand new. So, like, oh, we got nice ass car and um so i'm like all right you know i'll see you later and go to give her a hug and then her mom is like moving stuff around the car and she's loading up and then here comes uh uh was it ty or was it zaid and tahir that were in the car it was the cadillac yeah that's probably my cousin keith coming to get us okay if it's a cadillac but yeah. but zaid and tahir were there too probably so they all pull up in this cadillac right and like the second they turn that block, like you can hear the music yeah. all the way down the block. Yeah. And then yeah. they turn into the parking lot to come yeah. pick us up because it's like a pickup lane. Yep. Yeah. They pull up right behind Jordan's uh, mom. Right. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I'll see you later, you know. And I go to get in the car. And then so like here's like, you know, two like big black dudes in the front seats. <laughs> and then here's uh, Brian in, in the back seat. And then here's, I think it was Zaid next to me and i'm sitting in the middle in the back like this, like all tiny shit. and then they're like yeah we're ready all right we're ready to go and then like the music is turned up and every ah, like everybody's yeah, like yeah, jumping yeah. around like you know, all this energy and stuff and pull out like around the car man i was telling brian that that night my girlfriend called me and she's like i'm not allowed to see you <laughs> i was like i was like why and she's like my mom got upset she said i'm hanging out with gangsters with their systems booming <laughs> <laughs> and i was like well but why <laughs> i just like, didn't understand she was like my mom said i'm not allowed to date you i was like does that make her want you even more though you think we kept dating yeah for a while after that so you know it is what it is but i thought that was that's that was the energy we need yeah we need in this world is just a bunch of homies in the cadillac you know, riding out yeah riding bumping, out bumping music and riding out <clears throat> yep so, you know, I, I, you know, I think that's unfortunate. <clears throat> uh, you know what? For me, I try to be a kind of person like I don't care where you are in your walk of life. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't care about your race, nationality, whatever. If I'm not going to mess with you, it's going to be because you did something that makes right. me not mess Absolutely with you. Absolutely not. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, but just in the area that we grew up in, you know, I, I guess it's typical for some, but there, there's some good people yeah. in that area as well. But, you know, her mom should at least gave you the benefit of the doubt and get to know you before yeah. making that decision. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah. Like maybe she, that was, maybe that maybe she was just like, got him. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She probably <clears throat> didn't like you already, to be honest. Probably. Like, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I was such a good kid. Yeah, you were. I was such a good kid. Now, Jesse, back then, I was such a good kid. <laughs> just uh, just, just shaking his head. No, nah, for real, man. Mike Mike was a good boy back then, man. Yeah. Uh, what it, happened? It, <laughs> so it, it's funny. And me and my dad, uh, and my dad have had this conversation. <laughs> and that reminds me, too, before I don't hold their thought, don't forget to tell uh, your best man speech before we get out of here. Too. That was that, that was epic. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so before I, uh, before I got like kicked out of my house in Georgia, um, me and my dad have had this conversation, like <clears throat> when it was like the, like I was the, the good kid that just, you know, hung out with all the degenerates basically. Right. Um, and it, not, not even that bad. It just like in the eyes of a, of an Asian parent, mm. everybody's bad. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so my dad, you know, he just basically didn't want me going down a certain path. And he mm. thought that I was. Mm. So like when, when, you know, everybody would be hanging out and smoking weed and stuff, like I was just sitting to the side, like, yeah, I had a lighter, but I was fucking mm. like a little pyro, like just lighting shit on fire. <laughs> like, you know, I'd hang out. Like, I mean, I smoked cigarettes as a kid. That was just because it, I thought it was cool. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you know, and like, you know, things like that, like. So I was never really, and like in my first drink, my first shot of Crown was with you. Okay, we were at that little sorry. house party at our buddy Matt's house, okay, and Brian was okay. like, "Take this," and I was like, "Okay, take this." <laughs> like just almost died. <laughs> Didn't know how to handle it, uh, but I like I never really drank. I never really like I never smoked. Never partied or anything like that. And then um, I started playing like metal punk rock stuff. Um, and then, uh, like, I was still hanging out with you guys and, like, listening, like, involved with all the hip-hop stuff. But I started, like, I fell in with the crowd that was, like, playing heavy shit. Mm. And, I like, I liked the punk rock stuff because it was fast. It was aggressive. And um, I remember starting to play in a band. And then that's that was my focus, like, just mm. music. Yeah. Um, because that was, like, I loved the rap and hip-hop stuff. But this was something I could do. Mm. Right? Like, I couldn't, back then, I couldn't do that. Mm. But I could do this. Um, and so I like, that was my focus. And then because of that, like I wasn't paying attention in school, you know, mm. whatever it started just like, like fucking off in my classes. Um, and eventually to the point where my dad was just so frustrated. He's like, he's like, we got into this fight. He's like, you're a fucking smart kid. And like, like you just don't do shit. You don't apply yourself to anything. Mm. And I'm like, mm. you know, so then it became the choice of you can either go to, um, you can either go to, uh, live in live in California with your aunt with Philip's mom, mm -hmm. with your aunt and your cousins, and go to school out there, or you can um, go to an all boys boarding school in North Carolina. And I was like, going back to Cali. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then um, Fresh Prince, dude. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's how I ended up coming back to California. And then I told my dad, like, I was like, 
you realize it wasn't until I moved back to California that I started fucking smoking and drinking and partying. Like I started doing all that out here. Like it wasn't even like, you know, and he was like, I just thought, you know, that you were going down. Like we had a heart to heart and like one day I want to get him on the show and have like a real like yeah. conversation with him. Mm -hmm. But you know, he just like, there was just a lot of like, you know, miscommunication with teenagers that, don't talk to their family. And yeah, shit, you, know? you assume things. And... I, yeah, I think that's normal. But one thing about your about your dad, Mike, is like that. That man, you can tell he loves you and he'll yeah. do anything for you. And um, I think when you start getting into the punk rock, heavy metal, and all that stuff, was maybe like the year after I graduated. Yeah, because I graduated a, a year or two before you. Mm -hmm. And in his defense, some things did scare a person who knows you a little bit. Like when you start wearing them tight ass pants, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, even I was just like, dude, you, you okay? You know, like what's what, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Those, <laughs> I had to do a those, mental health check on you. Those aren't in the men's section. Yeah, those yeah, like the men's they were not. These and, were before men had skinny jeans on the. It, racks. it was absolutely yeah. before that. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, for I'm me, OG in this shit. Yeah, yeah, real talk. Uh, for me, it's just like. Damn, like I, what's up, bro? Like yeah. I ain't never seen you switch it up like that. Yeah, <laughs> not saying that there's nothing wrong with it, but that for someone just... who was, we kicked it every day. Yeah, and then when I we caught back up, I'm like, Mike, I, I could see, I could see your in, your in, your indention, <laughs> bro. You you don't think those are a little tight, man? <laughs> uh, and this was the era when like uh, you know all the all the like scene kids were wearing girl pants, and then also had like the 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 color like the bangs oh. color and you know just yeah. the, the the rufio era yeah yeah, so yeah. I, I do remember i remember yeah. uh you pulling me aside and being like the fuck are you wearing yeah. <laughs> it was so concerned too it wasn't yeah, like like he was listen, like like blasting like what are you doing? you, you Dude, that's a different type of because there's like people can make fun of you and be like yeah like what is that but then when someone's yeah. like Dude, what is that? After after that <laughs> yeah, conversation, yeah, yeah. when he realized like oh, I'm still okay, I'm just like in this weird phase. Like, right, he was man. just like, then he would just start clapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, of course. Like on I'm, the regular, just I'm big bro, so I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I had to make sure, like, do you, you, you do we need to talk? Like, what's <laughs> yeah. you know, make sure yeah. you're okay first. Is, that, is anyone making you do this, or are you yeah. doing this? Is this you're your doing own, this? Okay, your decision. All right. <clears throat> so you know, I think for 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 pops, man, he probably start to see a lot of different things that were changing with you that yeah. made him, you know, be like, mm -hmm. you know, damn, like, son, what's, what's really good? What's going on? Because I'll be honest with you, growing up, uh, my pops is a preacher, and he was gone a lot. Wow. Yeah. And I already, I always resent, me and him just, uh, over, I'd say the past 10 years or so, just got to a point where we're really close. Mm -hmm. And one thing about Mike and his pops relationship is, like, they always been close. And that's something I kind of envied about their relationship. So that's why I said, you know, when you switched it up, he probably felt the same way. Like, what's, what the hell is going on with you? Like, what's really going on? Yeah. Not just the clothes and st stuff, but he probably was noticing maybe behavior changes. Yeah. And, but you know what? He, he, he's the kind, he's good enough to kind of let you still find your way. Yeah. But man, still handle your business. And I think yeah. that's where he was coming from. Like find your way, but all this other shit you can't you can't slap yeah. on either. Do you think he may maybe too he might have 
saw a little bit of like of himself and like what he kind of he he told me he was like because my dad um you know like he was saying even mm. last night he got here when he was like 20. yeah right yeah. so he came to la from the philippines at 20 and went straight into the you know that era of mm -hmm. hollywood and mm -hmm. vine and sunset rock and roll right? yeah <laughs> so then my dad kind of seeing seeing me like fall into like it's funny because at first like when i you know i, I think i told the story on the podcast about when i was a kid and um his coworker Mandel would pick me up and that's how I got into like R and B oh, yeah. and like shit like that because, mm -hmm. you know, here's my dad. <clears throat> like we're in the South, we're in Tennessee and like, you know, I'm six or seven. Mm -hmm. And you know, here's this like black dude in the Cadillac pulling mm -hmm. up to it seems to be a trend in my life. Yeah. Uh pulling up, <laughs> pulling up to pick me up and you know, like we're in the car and he's like introducing me to, you know, like like Jodeci that's right. and like Drew Hill. I, I think Drew Hill was later on, but like you know all these like r b and stuff like every time i get in the car it'd be a different tape like right. oh, okay what's mm -hmm. this you know what's this mm -hmm. um and that's how i kind of like fell in love with with that type of shit. and then um <clears throat> so my dad has always been like really open-minded but like for for a period of time he just i don't know if he didn't want me to get in trouble or to get like involved with shit, but like before i had the the skinny jeans and and swooped hair I had the fucking the echo shirts and like yep. the, the yep. vocal jeans man. and yeah, the man. dog. I was wearing do rags. I had do rags on <laughs> underneath my hat. <laughs> Look at Jesse. I had the I had the I had the do rag like with the flap out in the back. <laughs> um, and it was just like that's why it makes sense why there was just such a dramatic like Brian graduated and then like he was doing his thing you know whatever working all the time and stuff and then I like was hanging out with the punk rock kids and the skaters and stuff like that. And it started, you know, shifting that, which I had always hung out with them yeah. because I do remember, uh, there was like this, this is like high school stories, but there was like this, uh, we used to all hang out in front of the, the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. And one day somebody pissed off the football players and they came out and they just started jumping all of us. Like this sounds like a CW show, but they mm -hmm. came out and they started jumping all of us. <laughs> And when he found yeah, out, is when, yeah, is this around the first time we met, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you and I had just started hanging yeah. out, and then he found out that I had gotten jumped. And the next morning, we go outside because it was just like a daily rumble type thing. Mm -hmm. like they would come out, there'd be problems, and everybody scattered, right? Mm -hmm. And the next day, I walk out. I'm hanging out with all my friends, and then I just see like these gangster ass dudes like coming outside and just hanging out around us. See Brian, like, hey, what's up? You know, what's up, little bro? You know, whatever. Um, and then I remember, like, the football players coming out to fuck with everybody and then all of them stepping up fuck. and just be like, oh, fuck. And they were just like, okay, went back inside. <laughs> so, like, from, from, yeah. from yeah. the beginning, like, it was just like this, uh, like, like I I didn't know anything, and he just, like, took me in like a, like a little brother. Mm -hmm. um, and then it just, you know, it was always, like, from there, just kind of. Uh, and so like to see that change in me was probably like pretty dramatic because I like hey, from I one day to the next I'm like my pants went from two sizes too big to four sizes too small <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I, like we were buying um, like we talked about this on the show with Adrian we'd go into the girls section go straight back mm. find your size you don't even try them on because you don't want anybody to see you doing it <laughs> you just go straight up and pay and just hope for the best when you put them on <laughs> so <clears throat> Yeah, OG scene kid days. I was wearing these skinny jeans before any of you guys had skinny jeans on the rack. Facts, I can confirm that. That's that's facts. 
That is absolute fact. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. So, but yeah, man. And then, uh, so that, that change and then coming out here, um, was like, a, you know, when I came out here, like I said, that's when I started like smoking and drinking and partying <laughs> and then still played the punk rock stuff. But my dad was always like, I, like he came out, he came out. Um, and I remember this was after like, we kind of like had a little falling out after I got kicked out and then mm. we reconciled mm. and, um, creative Void was playing chain mm. and, um, he came out for my cousin Phillips graduation. And, um, I remember him saying like, yeah, I'll come check you guys out. The Lakers were in the championships. Right. And so of mm. course for most of the show, he's sitting in the car listening to the Laker game. <clears throat> so I'm like, ah, well at least it's cool that he's here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, I'll still remember like, that's, this is like, there's a few moments playing, um, and shows that I like, I remember getting emotional. Mm. And that was one of the times when like, we're on stage, like at this point in time, like people knew who we were. So people were singing the songs and stuff and you know, the little wall and chain to the left. So he's standing right by the wall mm -hmm. and I could just see him. Like, he's just so pumped to like, you know, like bot, like bobbing his head. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just suck it up. I'm and like, it, you know, this is for you, dad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, man. And then like, he, like, he kind of like, we had a conversation. He like, was like, I just thought you were going down a path that, I had gone down mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to, <clears throat> how to handle it. He's like, and that's why, you know, I was like, you're going to be better off with your, your aunt and your uncle. Um, and I was, and he, and I was like, well, I thought it was just about the music. He's like, dude, it's never about the music. Like, I think that's so fucking cool. Like, mm -hmm. I think what you're, everything that you've been doing is super cool. And like, mm -hmm. I fucking love seeing you on stage and stuff. He just, I just, like you said, like mm -hmm. I wanted you to make sure you handle everything, not right. just, right. you know, this. So, yeah, man, it was like a, it was a big, it was definitely like one of those like early figuring myself out yeah. um, crisis type scenarios, but came together, right. you know. Do, so. do you think, do you think uh, <clears throat> having that, having that moment, do you think that's what kind of almost, not that, not that walking away from like heavy music wasn't hard for you to do, but do you think having that early validation from your dad, do you think that made it kind of okay to like walk away from i think so um <clears throat> i think like walking away well i think another thing too is um having like everybody be on the same page i think creative void would have gone longer mm -hmm. um but the you know the reality is at that point in time like pure noise was starting to take off <clears throat> um everybody was like coming home and like working real jobs and mm -hmm. starting to make real money yeah. austin had left and he was he had moved up north um, so there was like this time period where we're like, we can't replace the bear, you know, mm. so we're running as a four piece. And then it just kind of like started to fizzle out from there. Um, and the intention was, I don't think the intention was ever to be like creative voids done, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Hold but, on, hold on. Real talk. So sorry. My boy, Jesse's stomach just growled like a was that what yeah, I heard, I heard it too? Like, 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 kicked it on the wall. Like, like, like somebody get this man some steak, some pizza, or something. That shit sound like a grizzly bear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had to shoot. Like, okay, I had headphones. I'm hearing it more, and then I just turned that shit. Just like, God damn. <laughs> oh man, I'm we so sorry. I, I, I could not. I could not let that moment pass. Like. <laughs> 
Y'all probably caught that on the audio. Like, that's... Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 over here doing hardcore. Oh, man. So sorry, bro. Go ahead, uh, man. So sorry. Oh, yeah. So, I, like, I don't... I, I, don't, I think that walking away was also kind of like, because the walking away didn't happen right after Creative Void, because mm. that's about the time when I was like, instead of me trying to find people that to do music with, that's when like the Mikey Diamond shit came in. I was mm. like, oh, well, let's give this a shot, you know? And then like the first couple songs I put together were garbage. Uh, the next few songs were a little less garbage, you know? And then it just started to kind of like, I got lucky at that time because I, I like being in San Bernardino, I was surrounded by a bunch of people who would like freestyle and rap mm. and stuff. And so I just started, like we would just pass the mic basically, right. you know, right. say a couple bars, say a couple lines and pass it on to the next person. And that helped my brain kind of like right. learn to really, you know, formulate like rhymes and mm. things like that. Um, <clears throat> and then it was just like, well, let's put together a, a little mixtape, you know? And then that was like, oh, this mixtape's actually doing pretty decent. You know, I was on like the, like the Power One Hundred Six, uh, Who's Next, mm -hmm. like competition. I was like ranked pretty high for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, was just doing like all kinds of stuff like that, and then uh, started playing shows, which was a huge adjustment for me too, because it's like going from five people to like hey, it's just me and somebody with a USB stick <laughs> playing right. you know, shit in right. the background. Um, <clears throat> So it was like, it was definitely an adjustment, but I think I, I, I remember cause you guys were always on tour during that era. Yeah. So you guys never really got to like, like you would hear the music or see what was going on. And then that was kind of it. And then I remember sending you stuff and mm -hmm. I don't know if like, were you expecting that or were you like, did it kind of catch you off guard or was it like a, I'm always, I don't think I ever asked you. Yeah. Um, it caught me off guard in a good way, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, when I when I heard it, I was like, "Man, this kid is talented." <laughs> like, 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 no cap. I was like, "This, this, this asshole, been sitting in the back all this time, and really and and notes. and just chilling." And back in back in the earlier days, I was pretty good. I was like, "Man, this kid done surpassed me." I was telling my brother, "Like, shit, Mike, good man." Like, like he could go all the way with it if he chose to. That's how I felt about it. Um, your cadences when you flowed, uh, the content of the music, uh, everything was really good. So um, you caught me off guard, but it was a good way. I was like, oh, this shit, okay, you got something to yeah. say. Like, man, do, do, do your shit. Handle, handle your business. Go yeah. get it. You're in the perfect place to do it. Go yeah. get it. <clears throat> so uh, I was caught off guard, but it was definitely a good way, okay. and and a little bit a little bit pissed because I'm like this motherfucker been sitting back all this time, <laughs> could have been done, hopped on some stuff or whatever. <laughs> I think I, I I think a part of that is that um, like the circle that I was with at that point in time, there's a few that I still like. Shout out to Chris, uh, you know McCall, okay. um, but there's a few people around me that like. I knew that weren't there for, they, they were there because it was like, things were taking off, things were doing mm. well, right? Like it wasn't like a, like it didn't feel tight knit, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, there were other people that were just like along for the ride. And mm. then it, it, like the second I stopped and walked away, like ghost town, you know? Right. Right. I think that had I been um, 
surrounded by like you guys or like had I come back to Atlanta and, and done music with like you mm. and yeah, everybody else, I think it would have been a different story because yeah. I think I would have stayed like, yeah, hump, like hyped on it and pumped right. on it. Right. Versus like looking around and realizing all the people around around me are here because either <clears throat> one, they get free studio time being around here mm. or two, um, they know that like I'm doing well right like, you know even like <laughs> like show guarantees were way higher than yeah. you know what we get in, in hardcore bands mm. um, <laughs> and um stuff like that like you know i think that like i wasn't surrounded by people there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. during that era that like really had my best interest in mind. It was more gotcha. just like, gotcha. Hey, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this, you know? And then <clears throat> it got to a point where it was like, if you do this, you're going to, uh, this is the type of song you got to do. You got to do love songs. Cause bitches love love songs. Mm -hmm. and shit like that. Mm -hmm. You got to do this type of, you got to do a party song. Yeah. And I was mm -hmm. like, this all feels like a job. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm doing stuff gotcha. just to, you know, mm -hmm. just to mm -hmm. have some sort of hype. Mm -hmm. Um, and the second, like, that was when I truly, like, walked away, right? Like, mm -hmm. I was just like, you know what? I'm cool. And I felt good about it. Like, right. I felt good right. about being like, I'm done here. That was fun. Mm -hmm. This was cool. I'm out. <clears throat> and I just, like, I literally stepped away. And then, like, just seeing the amount of people that fell off, I was like, oh, I made the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I definitely made the right decision. Um <clears throat> And then so that's why like when torture culture happened, it was a lot of Jake just like, hey man, just just come to practice and listen to the listen to the songs, write something, you know. I'm like, okay. Um, and then that's when wasted the song that we did together came into effect because it was, you know, I walked away, and in that moment, it was the right thing for me to do, you right. know. Um, but yeah, Which, man, like I still like we did a last time you were here, we did a song. Like, yeah, we, yeah, like we'll just yeah, yeah. like randomly, play around with yeah, the, get together. You know, you know what, man? Um, <clears throat> I can kind of understand the walking away part because when uh, I was in a group with uh, my brother, my partner Jay South, we were so close. You remember ninety five five to beat? Uh, Murph Dog had his own morning show, and uh, he was looking to manage, manage us and. He was getting ready to go back to New York and really wanted to handle some things for us. And uh, just one night, things kind of got crazy with my brother and my buddy. And shit kind of just fell apart from there. Yeah. And to be at a point where 
somebody who's on the radio, have their own radio show, has taken interest. We're having business meetings. He's putting everything together. And for it to fall apart that way, I was just like, That's yeah, I was like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of done at this point too, man. Yeah. And honestly, that's when I just started to focus more on live stuff, like playing live music, like the bass and drums and stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes, um, which I commend both of you guys, because y'all have groups and stuff, man. Sometimes that shit is rough. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's like, man, I just rather do it solo. Yeah. Um, but then it's even more time and effort doing it solo. So, uh, you know. I don't know, man. For a lot of people out there who think this music stuff is hard, whether you're solo or in a group, it's not always easy. But I think it's I think it's probably ten times harder in a group though. Because you have different personalities, right? Yeah. Different ideas, different concepts, different things that sometimes, you know, you guys want to do differently and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's interesting on how both of you guys make it work. Well, making it work is uh... a <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know I... it's a yeah, I don't know if making it work falls into my category. We just show up and play. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, for anyone from my, because my band, the name, you know, it's been around, we've been together since, the name's been around since 99. Okay. That's when we started. But it's like, you know, making it work. If you look at the list of past members, mm-hmm. you realize that it's a lot of like, you know, we, you know, in, in different stages of life, like we lost, our first original members, we lost them to college, basically. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it's like mm-hmm. from high school that transitioned out. Yeah. And then as we went, you're always finding, you know, one of the, one of the weird things, because my, my personality, I'm pretty passive mm-hmm. and I'm pretty laid back. But when it came to music, I think I always had this weird, like I knew, I knew what my family wanted for me and what right. my family worked mm-hmm. to provide for me as far as opportunities, like go to school and all this stuff. Right. And I think... I always had that in the back of my mind. So in a weird way, I was always very, I could be very, uh, what's, I don't know the word, decisive. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't know this, but like I'm the one who kicks people out of the band. Right. Like I was the one that was like, if you're not coming with like, mm-hmm. no offense, but like we, we're not, we're going to find someone who will, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And so we have, we've had a lot of member changes and stuff. So it took a long time to get a core or a group that it was like, for the most part, we have all, we all have the same at least dedication right. to this. Right, we're gonna always go back and forth on ideas, ideas, and, artwork, yeah. merch mm-hmm. ideas. Like we always, I just for myself, I was just like, as long as we're playing music that I can like get behind, I can I can write lyrics that I believe in. Mm-hmm. Then all the other stuff you guys figure it out. Right. I'm not I'm not gonna be wearing our t-shirts. You know, you guys figure yeah. that stuff out. Right, Facts. um, and so it's uh it it is hard, but. What you said kind of hit me like, you know, you, you were at this opportunity or at a turn, like a yeah. crossroads where like yeah. things were happening. Mm-hmm. I think with, with us, you know, we were finally, after all the years of like grinding and doing all these tours and we played so much. And then we're finally getting to the point where like, we were actually lit, like every tour was becoming like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we got on this tour. Mm-hmm. And then we're getting the next one. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we got on this tour. And it was happening. All these things were starting to happen for us. We signed back with the, with Pure Noise, the label that, you know, we helped start. I, yeah. Literally, us over the first two bands on there. <laughs> right. And then to come back. And when we came back, I mean, we were easily the smallest band on that label now. Like okay. it had just outgrown, it had just grown so big. Right. And so we had all these, all everything was lining up for us. 
all these opportunities were there and we were just burnt out. Yeah. We were just completely yeah. burned out. And, and, uh, you know, stepping away at first, I don't think either of us, nobody knew it was going to be that long. We didn't know. We didn't even know that we could yeah. mm-hmm. like, we didn't even know that we could actually take a real break cause we'd never right. really taken one. And then, um, you know, I think for all of us, we all kind of, it was nice to be able to like step back for music and then just see that we all had different things that we want to at least try to do. And, Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you know, it, it was hard cause I felt like, you know, in a lot of ways, like we were getting to the area that we'd worked so hard to get to. Right. And then we get there and we were just kind of like, it's almost like we we're like too tired. <laughs> right. It's like we're too yeah. tired to keep going now. It's like, uh, well, and then not to mention, so they, they got into a, like a pretty gnarly van accident too. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, lost, um, yeah, lost your van. You know, the van was shot pretty much. Wow. Lost the trailer, like they mm. left the trailer there, didn't you? Yeah, left the um, trailer burnt <clears throat> racks. Yeah, and 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 he was driving. Mm. Um, so like there was this whole like, um, even like mental health aspect of it that came mm-hmm. with it too, where it's like it basically PTSD. Yeah, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So then you're like, if I'm on the road, this could happen again. Right. You know, these these situations could happen again. Um, and that's, you know, and and I. I remember like very clearly that time too in that era where like you you Martin would call me and be like Doug we're doing this and I'd be like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. what are you you're doing you're you're touring with who like you're going on the road with what like you're playing what festival like um and and this is like from years of us being like yeah like dude we're we're on talks of doing this tour and then mm-hmm. fall through it's fall through yeah. or we yeah or we'd get on it and then we get bumped mm-hmm. like another they'd bring in a bigger band and we're like right right so um but the the grind and the work ethic there behind no bragging rights was mm-hmm. always like this crazy like um like they would try and like in the earlier days or like when i started coming around like they'd be like we're trying to get this tour. It's not happening. Fuck it. We're going to book our own tour. Right. right? Like you, you right. book your own dates. Mm-hmm. And it was just this, like, mm-hmm. we're doing a six week tour and we booked every date on this yeah. fucking tour, right. you know? Um, right. you know, and then like that grind is just like some, some cities and some shows you, you have like hundreds of kids that come out and then the next night you play to four, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And then you're like, all right, let's limp it to the next, like, you know, hopefully we sell four shirts to the four kids yeah. that are there so that we mm-hmm. have gas money and our $5 per diem, you know? Um, right. And so like that, that grind is just crazy. And then it was, I, even, I don't think like when you guys like took a break, I was like, it's not gonna be long. Dude. Not, I don't think anyone <laughs> thought it was going to be that long. Cause we, we, we couldn't, I, I like, it's kind of crazy. Like, I don't, I don't feel like, Oh, we were meant to get in an accident. I don't think mm. that, but I do think that major, whatever you want to call it, blessings or whatever came from that, the, right. that, the bad, the bad situation right. It's an eye opener. Yeah. It provided an opportunity for us to like, okay, we like, yeah. we have to take a break. Right. We don't, li- right. we literally can't transport to our next show. Mm. I mean, we, you know, unless we go in on another van payment and all this stuff, like, you know, all that stuff we could have normally done, and we were always very resilient. We've had our engine go out on us when we were like, you know, and being stuck in New York. We've had the all these. Van? Uh, no, one of the, our uh, our uh, our main our sixteen seater. The engine okay. completely went out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had we've had all kinds of you know things happen, and we've always been able to rally. 
But I think just at that time, you know, everybody was just kind of, everyone just needed a break. We needed, we needed a break and it, we weren't really, we weren't really getting one because these opportunities, right? It's like, it's like, Hey, let's not book anything from, uh, let's take, let's take the summer off. Right. We get offered war tour. Okay. Let's get, um, let's take the fall off. Mm-hmm. We get census fail, yeah. you know, and then, or riding out or whatever it was. And like we had, so it's like all these tours were like, Oh, we can't say no to that. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. you know, and if, if we didn't get in that accident, I don't, cause those offers weren't stopping. Right. We had offers. We let, even when we had take, when we knew we were going to take like our, our break, it was like we had these offers waiting for us to come back. Right, right. And so it's like if we wouldn't have been in that accident, it would have just kept going, kept going. Our burnout would have gone to the point where I think our breakup would have been ugly. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. <clears throat> and so, yeah, I think we we kind of – it was a shitty, shitty thing that happened, but we were able to make it, um, you know, it, it, was, it was able to provide as much needed rest – and then for us to do other things, you know, I, I think I like that I was able to, um, I didn't want to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't like, oh, I want to go back to school. But um, as Mike was saying earlier, like for me, I got really into mental health and mm-hmm. suicide prevention, things like that. And so I just took that as an opportunity. I was like, I, well, now I can actually learn about this stuff. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I think that's uh, that's pretty dope. And part of your story when you're talking about how, uh, you know, you, you, if, if someone has to get put out the group, you put them out mm. and you talk about how over the years, the group has kind of become interchangeable. People leave or whatever happens. Uh, you, you, you kind of remind me of uh, Otis Williams of the temptations. Oh. Um, if you ever check out their story, <laughs> no, seriously, if you, if, you, if you, if you, if you ever check out their story, he was, he was the same way. He was like the heartbeat and background, a uh, back backbone of, of the temptations. Mm. So if people got had to get put out or whatever, he he made that decision. But he was doing it all based on the the purpose of keeping the actual group or the temptation brain right. yeah. together. Mm-hmm. So um, that's actually kind of dope, man, because I think that is rare. You know, they they were back in the what sixties and seventies. And to hear about this in the 1990s, 2000s on up, I think that's really rare. But I, that's probably why it still works for you guys. Because yeah. you're, you're the backbone who kind of has to make those hard decisions that no one wants to make. Mm-hmm. Be like, damn. Uh, you know, and I don't know the, the, the member of your group, the names of the people in your group. But, hey, Johnny, you, you're, you're fucking up, man. Get it together. Johnny keeps doing the same shit. Yeah, man, we're going to have to let you go. Yeah. You know, um, nowadays, or, or or let me say not nowadays, but at least back when I had a group and knew other people who were doing group projects, it's like, uh, man, one person mess up, that's pretty much it for the rest of the group. It kind of just it just dismantles. Yeah. yeah. But because you can kind of make those decisions, and that helps keep the, your brand tight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what that's. Yeah, that's exactly who you reminded me of when you was telling that story. Otis Williams from yes. The Temptations. If you ever get a chance, man, look 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 up the story of The Temptations. Dude, I'm gonna but that it. is exactly who he was for The Temptations. And that is one of the biggest groups. I don't care what genre. I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, yeah. purple. You're going to know my girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're going you're gonna to know Ain't Too Proud to Beg and, and all those classics. 
But part of the reason he made it work was because he had to be that backbone for that group. Yeah, man. That's mm-hmm. sick. Yeah, man. <clears throat> and it's, you know, there's also other people. You know, it wasn't just me being like, mm-hmm. this is what I... Like, fuck you, you're mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's usually... There's some discussions that went on, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's a... It's a weird dynamic, you know. The joke is like you're you're dating for the dudes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like yeah. I to learn different personalities. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I would you know people would ask because like we what once, 2005 is when we kind of got more of like a solid base of what the band was. Mm-hmm. There's a our buddy Martin and Christian, and we were kind of like the base at that time, and then after that we added pieces, um, and uh. And so I think when we would, it was easy to, it was not easy, but like it, it was when you know someone that well, then like fights, they can be intense, but then they're usually done. Right. Because right. if they keep going, then it's because someone just wants it to keep going. Right. It's like, dude, we, I know exactly why you're upset. And I know like, I know what to do. If I want to keep this going, I know how to keep this going. Right. Right. And if we want to end, we should just, you know, like, let's yeah. just. Let's just move on. So I feel like we were all pretty good about, uh, like, if someone's still mad, mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, now this is either on, like, it's either on you for being for right. being angry or right. someone is provoking this to keep it going because, right. like, uh, did we lose a camera? We lost two cameras. We still have the main one. Not right, cool. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, man, it's it's a uh, <laughs> being in a group is a. Uh, it's 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 rewarding and it's nice to have that camaraderie, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it is it can be yeah it can be uh, interesting to keep keep afloat. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that it's like a um, <clears throat> it's a it's a machine, you yeah. know, like especially when you're involved with uh, a band or having multiple people that you're you know like you're kind of all in this together, mm-hmm. but you have to all be on the same page, right? You know, like one right. one little you know cog in the system that doesn't you know, work well with the others will, will send, will, it'll, it'll tear that down. Um, but yeah, man, it's a, it's a grind. Yeah. It, it, it definitely is, man. <clears throat> um, for me, I kind of switched up the way I did do things now. So, um, I got a, uh, group called gravity, but we're just a band, right? So we do cover stuff, but we also do stuff with like local artists and stuff. They might want to hire us to come back them up, play for them, whatever. Cool. Yeah. And I, I find that to be a lot more easier. You know what I'm saying? I got my buddy, which I know you know TJ. He's yeah. on the drums. I got another buddy, Nishan. He plays keys, and we just kind of keep our core. And it's a lot less stressful. If an artist wants to do something, they'll hit us up. We'll go play. Go do the gig with them. Let that let that be it. And you know. Yeah. That's cool. But the fact that y'all keep the artistry part still going, I think that's real dope. For me, like I said, I think all those years ago kind of was just like, yeah, I'm kind of good <laughs> on that. So that killed it for me, but because I still love the musical aspect of it, I still want to play and do things like that. That That's that's more kind of where I'm yeah. fitting in with it. Yeah, I get, there was a time, I think it was right before the pandemic, where Cause I my band had stopped touring in two thousand like early two thousand fifteen early two thousand sixteen is when we actually like, stopped mm-hmm. and then um, after that you know I didn't really I didn't really want to do I, I don't want to be in any bands basically yeah, I understand yeah and, but 
what what did come along, which was really fun, was um, our buddy Chris actually played guitar in both <laughs> both of our bands at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, Lives in Georgia now. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. I'm gonna have to look him up in case I need a guitar player for a gig. Yeah. 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 Well, I can get him on a guitar. We'll see about that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, him, um, I, I don't even know how we even started or whose idea it was, but uh, PMJB. Yeah. So. He he was I think he was just like hey me and Justin his cousin Justin, who's also a singer from another band. Okay, they were like, we want to do covers. We want to do like you know we'll we'll make, do punk rock songs, but we'll mm-hmm. make them, you know, pretty right <laughs> or right. sad whatever we right. want. And um, and then like they had me sing, mm-hmm. and it was so much fun. Just yeah. two, two, two acoustic guitars. Yeah. It's not a care in the world. Not a care in the yeah. world. And we, we yeah. called, and then we ended up uh, calling our band P- PMJB, mm-hmm. which is playing music just because. Yeah. Yeah. And so, which is also a lyric of a, a band that we like. Mm-hmm. Um, but like some of that, like I, I would still love to do that now. Yeah. Like it's so, it was just, it was just fun. Like we covered everything from. You know, we had we covered like punk bands like No Effects, and then we did like a Creedence Clearwater Revival song. Okay. Okay. We uh, did a Tom Petty song, mm-hmm. which is like ironically like one of my favorites to do live. Free falling. Yeah. Free falling. <laughs> like, Until I showed you John Mayer's cover. <laughs> oh, dude, that bummed me out so hard. Because <laughs> it's like the same deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then now that makes me think, because if I'm being honest, I ripped off this guy named Trevin Hunt, okay. who was on The Voice. So I he heard probably it. ripped off John Mayer. Yeah, or something. There's a lot of ripping off, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, but uh, yeah, it's it. Just me. I, I and so I so all it says I I I was happy just doing that. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm happy just doing karaoke. Like I like I like that stuff. Yeah. Um, being able, but looking, but then now you know having the band back, mm-hmm. it's nice because it's back, but it's back on our terms. There you go. Yeah. Right. We. Uh, I think that's important. Yeah, we we got to we got to sign. I mean, you know, sh- he's not gonna watch this, but sh- shout out to Jake, the the owner. He gave us. He knew our situation. Mm-hmm. He knew that like we're all in a different place musically. We're not mm-hmm. trying to make it now. Right. You know? I, you know, at least for me myself personally, I'm writing because I see my band as like uh, as advocacy right. towards causes that I believe in. So for me, that's why I like to do this, and it mm-hmm. provides that opportunity. It's right. Like, it's like my favorite way to like help, you gotcha. know? And so, yeah, we, our label gave us an incredible deal just to it, basically just like, I don't know how to explain it other than just, they are allowing helping us just get our music out. They wanted right. to help us out. Right. I, I think you can like, it's, and it's hard to say about most labels and it, it'll probably sound like this because we're, we love Jake and we're friends with Jake, you know, mm-hmm. but like, I think pure noise, genuinely gives a fuck about music yes you know what i mean and and the band yeah and the bands that are that are on the label Mm. Um, and and i think it's because jake grind he 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 grinds so hard yeah not even just like he's done the he's been in bands he's done the band stuff and then yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah Yeah. and then he he like he he worked as an intern for a magazine company he worked an intern for another record label right and he's like he hustled you know he 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 He's and and being a hustler himself, he recognizes it in other bands. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I, yeah, I'm. I don't think his success is an accident by any means. Like that dude works his ass off. Right. And I think it's cool that he still focuses on 
the bands. Right. Yeah. Like, what do you guys need to do to be successful? Let me help you. So. Yeah, that's it's, it's huge to have support and backing like that. Even like, um, even with Torture Culture, dude. Like he, uh, when we first put the singles out. I hit him up and I go, "Hey, man, I'm not looking for anything. I'm not looking for anything. I'm not like I don't want." anything from you other than just as like my homie like right check this out like mm-hmm. let me know what right. you think of this because you know i've been gone for so long and done this for so long mm-hmm. and then he was like dude like i'm actually stoked on it um and then he put us on the pure noise like punk and hardcore playlist on spotify which has like fifty-two thousand like right. subscribers to the and I, that was so huge for us right um and i was just like fuck man that's like you didn't even have didn't, to do yeah, that. You didn't have to you do, didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And that was just so huge. Um and so yeah, he I, I really think that Pure Noise gives a fuck still. We yeah. like about music and everything. So it's Did we yeah, we straight I mean, <clears throat> talked about us before, like we we told him we were recording just because he's our friend out of respect. Yeah. Right. Because technically our we were still under contract like they, the label had the option on our next release yeah okay whereas we were like well let's just make it easy for them we're not going to be touring right yeah we're not even writing a full-length album we're writing an ep right and we're going to just record it we're going to record it ourselves fund it ourselves mm-hmm. and we just like in my mind the label has just been grown so so big why why would they want to take us on yeah right when, when it what I just said, we're not not going right. to tour. We're right. just yeah, doing. We it. have right. nothing to right. offer you. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And so, just out of just out of respect to the label and Jake and stuff, I was just like, "Hey, man, this is what our plan is. We're recording. Um, I just want to give you a heads up. Yeah. You know, and also in a way, kind of like no hard feelings for you to pass on this. Right. Right. Like we get it. Yeah. Fully understand. But Jake being Jake, I was just like. That's awesome. You guys, he's, you guys have, uh, he, he said something really cool. He said like, we, we earned, or like we basically like, he's like, if that's what you guys want to do, you guys have earned that. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I heard it. Dude. <laughs> I heard it too. <laughs> I keep thinking it's the AC kicking on the wall. That's why it is. Okay. It is AC. It is AC. No, 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 no. All cap, all cap, man. Yeah, that's your stomach. <laughs> 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 I heard it clear as day that time. That shit sounded like a Death Lord <laughs> vocalist warming up. I need to get some snacks in here. Like, <laughs> Lorna, Lorna Shore who? Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Ramos over here. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, he, he, yeah, so he was just kind of like, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, you guys, are, if you guys want to do that, you guys are free to do that. He's like, but he's like, I, you know, if you don't mind, whenever you guys have demos with vocals, mm-hmm. I, I just want to hear them. Yeah. yeah. And so, we when we had uh we had three the we did here did here at uh, Mike's house yeah we did them here sent them over to him just kind of like let him see what it was mm-hmm. and so he's just like well he's like I respect that you guys want to do this on your own and you guys mm-hmm. yeah you, that's awesome but let me just send you what we can do on our end because I, I we just want to help you gotcha. like want to help you uh I think we can you know and so uh. Yeah, he sent, you know, like I said, he gave us this really awesome deal. And, uh, yeah, he, he let us put it out on there. And, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't hurt to release with them. Right. Yeah. Right. right. And, Not uh, at all. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's just cool. It, uh, again, like going back to how Jake didn't have to do those things. He didn't have to do it with us. Right. He really didn't have to. We were not bringing 
value in the sense of what he can do for us as opposed to what we're doing for the label, right? Gotcha. gotcha. So, yeah. But yeah. And then now we get to play in Pacific Northwest and Yeah, we're uh uh by the way, hit the uh either the torture culture or the uh inst- or the uh no bragging rights instagram link in bio mm-hmm. or even our own link in bios yeah because uh, you guys can get the pre-sale tickets for um all the all the shows yeah all three of the shows they're available now yeah sick and we're doing a contest soon so oh is that for it's free happening? ticket okay yeah it was i was supposed to do that this weekend but uh let's do a walking blind one too yeah dude yeah that's just yeah um <clears throat> yeah uh so there's one thing i want to um i kind of want to bring up and i want to talk about this a little bit so uh for the people that are around me and the people that hang out and i'm looking at jesse right now (laughs) so um it's pretty much uh like if if i care about you and i give a shit about you i'm gonna roast you 24 7 (laughs) absolutely It's not roasting it's demolishing anything in the world to just like yeah, that's you. <laughs> it's a, see, that's but that's a form of love. That, that's been, that's and a I, millennial. And I, and I take it as that. I take it as and that. I want to point out that I learned all of that from this man right here. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> because I got roasted and I got I got. I have the answer. <laughs> well, hey, listen. But almost twenty years later, we're still here, though. Yeah. 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 So, um, I so the reason I kind of brought that up is because like I was so quiet and like you know kind of shy and passive, you know growing up and then just being around this you know like being around you like mm. you, a bunch of people like i learned how to become a talker yeah. right and that kind of led into voiceover you know shit like that mm. um and so when when brian um had got married because you told me you wanted to tell yeah the yeah, story. yeah when brian yeah, had gotten yeah. married he was like hey will you you know be my best man and i was like yeah I'll, you know I'm, of course like yeah. of course dude i'm gonna fly out there I was upset that he wouldn't let me get skinny pants on the suit. <laughs> Those motherfuckers were the baggiest pants I've worn <laughs> in all that time frame. And since then, those were the biggest talk, pants. They really weren't that baggy, bro. <laughs> Man, you couldn't even see the shoe underneath the pant leg. You could. You like this much of it. <laughs> Had some yeah. nice-ass gator shoes, they, and we they, couldn't they, even they, see they, the, they, the alligator. They just didn't hem yours right or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, um, so he asked me to be his best man. And, and, uh, like at this point in time, I'm like, yeah, I'm honored, you know, whatever. And I go and I, and now mind you, of course, this is at, you know, Friendship Baptist Church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, keep in mind, my pops is a pastor. His pops is a pastor. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, like my family and like Vinko's family Mm -hmm. were the only, uh, of lighter complexion. In the crowd, right? Yeah. Family wise, family yeah. wise. You know, there were you know, a few yeah. homies here and there, people yeah. here and there. Um, and so, like, you could point out our families in the crowd, right? <clears throat> so, we go, and uh, I, when I remember when I first got there for like the rehearsals and stuff, I come up, I came in, I'm wearing Jordans and like a like a cutoff vest, you know, like short sleeves, tattoos, and everything. And they like it's like a record stopped in the church. They all turn and look at me, <laughs> and then his mom goes out. Yeah, yeah, dude, my mom, loves, my mom just, loves you, bro. Um, and then so, you know, like I said, what's up to her? And then I start talking to everybody. <clears throat> and so we do the wedding. You know, everything goes great. And it comes to the best man speech. And I was like, I'm about to kill this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, right now I did. No, 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 that's not a good idea. So 
um, I I got Brian because um, we opened up the uh, the speech and I was like, you know, um, and and it's probably not word for word, but I was like, you know, when Brian asked me, um, <clears throat> you know, or when I talked to Brian, he had asked his uh, his uh, smartest friend to be his best man, and he said no, <laughs> like. So then he turned around and he asked his funniest friend to be his best man, and he said no. Like, so then he went to his most handsome friend and I couldn't say no three times in a row. So <laughs> here I am. Best of <laughs> and just like, he was completely unexpected. Nobody yeah, was like, yeah. nobody was ready for it. It was, I was like, everyone, yes. everyone laughing. Dude. Then I was like, um, you know, I've had a, a, a lot of firsts with Brian, you know, yeah. first time I was in a cop car. I was with Brian. <laughs> And I was like calling him out on like I'm getting my revenge now, motherfucker. Mind you, <laughs> my my dad is a pastor. Yeah, um, wait, what? My my ex my ex um head deacon. Yeah, her dad is the head deacon, and her grandfather is a pastor too. So uh her grandfather and my dad married oh, us. Shit. Oops. So here's Mike. Yeah, first time I uh, ever got arrested, I was with Brian. <laughs> First time I ever did it, I was with Brian. First time I went to a girl's house, Brian dropped me off. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred, one thousand percent. Right, I'm just Brian, fine. Brian's like, he's like, he, he drinks. He's not, he has a he's, he's, he's drunk. He's drunk. He's, 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 yeah, he's had a few too many. He's, 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 he's playing. He's playing. He's a funny guy. Oh man, that was, that but was, yeah, that that I, I I would never forget that speech because I I mean to this day I still laugh about that and uh, you know uh, you're disqualified from ever being my best man again uh, when I get married again I'm 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 not asking you Brian so what you're saying is I have to wait for a wedding for for Mike's wedding to actually touch it about yeah yeah I mean pretty much but but you know I I think you're going to have to. Try to get your bars up now, though. Yeah, you got. Yeah, yeah. See, this, 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 this. Yeah, yeah. This, this has been years of of of, of jabbing and and joning on each other and cracking on each other. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, I'm writing in the background. There you go. So, so you, you taking notes. There you go. Take notes. Take notes. <clears throat> Jesse, yeah. I wish, I wish you could have been around to be just around for a creative void, just for the amount of shit talking. <laughs> That's something I think we kind of overlooked because it was just so second nature. Yeah. yeah. Creative Void are pound for pound the biggest shit talkers to each other. Mm. Actually, every, actually, every pretty, member of the band. Every, every member, member of the of band. The band. Yeah. And, and they all have their own way of shit talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the most, the, probably the most unassuming, but just just a savage is Steve. Steve. Mm. Okay. S- savage. <laughs> just savage. Like some, some of the things he says, you're like, he, I mean, he's been a bartender for years. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, okay. this guy, right. he, he's got a... He, he's quick-witted with Yeah. Him. Yeah. <clears throat> and William... Dude. Williams. Williams is another level. Like, some of the references Williams makes, like, 10 <laughs> minutes later, you'll be like, did he fucking say that? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, he was the first person that I ever heard do the whole... Um, I can't think, but he was the first person to say, like, hey, man, if your knees are up to it... <laughs> He used to he used to call Jake Chubby Chuck Norris, <laughs> <laughs> and Jake too. Jake Jake would like if he if Jake decided to go in on you, it was game over. Dude. It was game over. 
that band uh, definitely upped everybody's uh, communication skills. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the best was was uh, when Jake <laughs> when Jake would talk shit on our band about <laughs> Christian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like. He's like, yo, dog, what's up? Or, hey, blood, what's up with the flounders? Why is he emailing me this shit? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, dude. He's like, you guys really talk about this? Or is this llama's going, <laughs> going rogue? <laughs> like, oh, dude. I don't know. Man. Uh, so, uh, well, I guess we're, we're looking good on time. How, uh, what's, what's next for you, man? What's... So, we, one of the things we haven't even talked about is like, like we always joke that I'm like trying to stay 12 steps ahead and like, and like in straight hustle mode and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this dude right here for the longest time, like would just like out of nowhere, just be like, yeah, I have this business. I'm doing this. Like I'm doing this and then like sell it off, move to the next thing, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, so like that hustle mentality is just always there. It's always been there. Right. Um, <clears throat> so what's, what's on the horizon? Man, right now, um, you know, I'm like, I know you know, but I got a parking lot sweeping business that I do back home in Georgia. So um, right now, I'm just going to focus on building that back up and trying to get that up. And honestly, uh, that's probably on my end. I have a business partner. Maybe he wants to buy it and go fit, you know, full time with it. Uh, But once we build it up, I'll probably end up selling that off. And I don't I honestly don't know. Um, exactly what I want to do next, but I know my end game is real estate. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't want to necessarily go crazy in the real estate game. Just uh, get a couple of properties and either rent them out or Airbnb. I kind of like rent because I can put them on you know longer contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, not even many houses, man. I, my goal is maybe like five houses. And, and, you know, in the area we grew up in Swanee, you know, decent sized houses now, shit, man, one bedroom apartment is like 17, 18, almost two grand. And that's a lot for the area, for the area. that, that yeah. we're in, right? It's cheap out here. But. Yeah, yeah, it's cheap, it's cheap out here, but but where I'm from, that's, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's some good money. Because, you know, my end game, like I said, is get a couple houses to rent, you're talking about eight to 10,000, maybe more residual coming in mm-hmm. and uh, get these kids grown. And I'm off overseas somewhere, man. I, yeah. Like I told you in Pops, I probably will end up retiring in the Philippines. Yeah. Just staying over there, kicking it. It's a lot cheaper over there. But long as that residual income's coming in, I'm good. Um, you know, a lot of people <clears throat> ask, uh, you, you think you're going to be a pastor like your Pops? I'm just like, yeah, I got too many, uh, <laughs> too many things going on with yeah. my life for, for that calling there. Um, but while he's still preaching, I am more than happy to continue to run his music department. Yeah, Cause you're so, the minister of music yeah, at the church, right? Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. Yep. So more than happy to continue to do that. And hopefully by the time he does call it quits, which I don't think he is, he says he wants to retire, but he say he want to retire for like, 10 years Dude, my, and, but yeah well and here here's the thing and this is this because me and him had that conversation and um i can tell that he's probably getting a little tired mm-hmm. 
But, you know, he has a lot of associate preachers under him that he can, you know, start to let preach a little more, which he has been doing. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, my grandfather was a preacher, too. And it just, to me, seems like the people in my family who preach and who pastor, they don't retire. They just die out of the position. Right. Yeah. But, you know, one thing I was telling Pops is, I said, <clears throat> honestly, that's how it was in the Bible, too. They, they preach until God called them home. Right. So, you know, there's no shame in that. And, you know, he's he's getting up there. He's 67, 68. Um, as long as he can go fishing, which he still loves to do. Um, I think I think I think he'll end up doing that until God calls him home as well. And until that time, I'm just going to keep doing my part to support his ministry and, and help out with the music. And hopefully by that time, I'll have my five or six houses and kids off in college and all that stuff and I can go and kind of live live the way I want to at yes. that point yeah. yeah well I I 100% resonate with what you're saying about pastors because my dad's also a okay. pastor okay and uh, he His retired brother. my brother yeah. too okay my grandpa mm -hmm. um my dad retired for all of maybe five months mm -hmm. I think and um and so he's back at it and he's at a church right now mm -hmm. and he just celebrated his 80th birthday. Oh, that's awesome, man! So I, I mean, happy belated to your pops, man. Happy yeah, thank you. And he—he's a. Uh, I mean, he's in better shape than all of us. He's better shape than all of us. <laughs> so, so, so is my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he always has been. Yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. Walk around looking like Booker T. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, I—I I, I think same thing too. Like mm -hmm. you know, it, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. it, I think. A life of service right. like that right it, it's it really is it's a true it's really a calling it's a yeah. true calling yeah. right because right. you know whereas there's no clocking out right absolutely if uh if he's needed for something you know he he, he goes someone's sick he goes that's if right there's a funeral he goes if there's a wedding he goes someone needs counseling he goes it's, you know it's it's a it's it's a it's truly it's truly amazing and mm -hmm. i I always have the highest respect for for anyone anyone in service, but absolutely, obviously, I get to see a lot of firsthand from mm -hmm. the, seeing pastors and how they do do life and stuff, and so. And not just that, I I think for the good ones too, you know what I mean. You have mm -hmm. a lot of preachers out there who are trying to fleece the flock and all mm -hmm. that stuff, mm -hmm. but when you truly have a good person trying to live the way that they preach and stuff like mm -hmm. that. You know, that's that's not easy. No. You know what I mean? And that's why I said when people were like, oh, you think you're going to pass it like your daddy? I, I would have to be his age to get up there. Because <laughs> there's some stuff that I just don't know if I'm willing to give up right, right yeah. now. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and you know, you don't want to be a hypocrite either. Yeah. What, I've, what I've always liked about your, your pops on his sermons is always like, you know, we would as kids go out and we would party on mm -hmm. a Saturday mm -hmm. night, you know, whenever coming mm -hmm. home late. Mm -hmm. And he would be like, I don't care what you guys do, just show up to church. Right. Right. He'd show up to church and he'll call you out from the pulpit. Like you're yeah. falling asleep or something yeah, like that. Oh, like, back there, somebody back there asleep, huh? <laughs> I'm like, oh, look like y'all got into something last night, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. yeah. But that's yeah. You know, and that that should be that should be that what should be normal. The what church is. Yeah. Church is mm -hmm. that's why you go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You always go. Yeah. It should it should always be an open door thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I I you know, I Mike knows this, but I can be very I can, for as positive as people paint me out to be, I can be very cynical at certain things, and mm -hmm. 
I'm very uh, just a little, a little bit. <laughs> but you know, the minute I hear, you know, it's you know this, oh, this church, you know, they turn to this person away, or like they ask this person to leave. For me, I'm like, well, they don't have the spirit in there. Right. That the heart, that's not doesn't exist there. Because the easiest, you know, I don't care what your education level is mm-hmm. or yeah, how hard is it to understand. Love your neighbor. Yeah, yeah. And that's, love, that's, your, love, love the father. It's like those the, are the two pivotal things that Christ said. Yeah, yeah. And and when you see one, <clears throat> it's like when you see that they're not doing the first one. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're turning people away and they're doing all that stuff. It's just like that's not that's not a that's um, one thing you know because I said you know me and my pops didn't get along for quite some time, but one thing I can say about him is even though uh, there's been several things that we've disagreed on, mm-hmm. uh, him nor my mom never been judgmental people, mm-hmm. right? So their stance is, you know, if God is able to forgive you, there's nothing that we can't forgive you for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't let your past or even what you're going through right now stop you. At least try to come to church. Like we're they don't care what you've done, where you've been, where you're going. Just try to come and get a word. It's it's it's, it's no it's no judgment. Mm. And I think some of the churches that you're talking about are like that. Oh, we're going to turn this person away for this or whatever. That's, 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 that's not your call. Mm-hmm. And I, and you know, I think my dad has a good understanding of that when he gets up and preach, he's preaching and teaching on what God told him to do. But at the end of the day, you know, of course we'll say, Oh, you know, sin is wrong, this, that, and the other, but I'm not going to sit here and, Send you away because right. who who hasn't sinned, or because you don't believe, or, or yeah, yeah, like like yeah. like how could I? Yeah. You know, what I'm just saying? that that goes against the basis of the religion. Yeah. He Christ came so he wouldn't turn right. anyone away. All you have to do is get there and accept it. Mm. And all so I'm here. saying is, his mom never gave me shit about my tight pants. Okay, <laughs> no, she didn't, but I damn sure did. Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> was nut huggers, bro. <laughs> Cutting off circulation. You might not be able to have children in the long run. Oh, man. Well, on that note. <laughs> You're like, and now we're out of time. <laughs> yeah, and we're at. Um, <clears throat> well, shit, man. Uh, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm excited that you are, like, had a chance to actually finally be on the show. Yeah, I'm excited I mean, that, like, Thank you guys for having yeah, me. Yeah, man. That, yeah. I wish you were in town longer. Like, it's been, things have been just so crazy that we just, you yeah. know. Um, but like, I'm pumped that you're here. I'm happy you're here. And, uh, I'm happy I can validate some of the stories that I told so people know I'm not <laughs> bullshitting. Yeah. Yeah. No, no cap here, man. We, we've, uh, we've lived a good youthful life back then. That's, that's I will, life. I will say this. stories. Those, you guys yeah. are, you know, that's, you're that's right. developing stories so you can share and you can see. Oh, really? The growth, the, the growth, the growth That's right. progression. <laughs> That's right. I will say this. Uh, so the, the, I'll end with this story. We were, uh, you know, driving home one day and we were in our buddy Matt's car. Right. And we didn't all fit. So we had like, it was us and uh, a couple girls in the car <laughs> and our buddy Jason was riding home with us and we put him in the trunk because we didn't have any other space. This is a, a like 96 Eclipse. Yeah. The Fast and the Furious <laughs> Eclipse, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so 
Um, we're driving. It's been raining that day. It had been raining. We were in the back rows, like headed towards Scales Road. Mm-hmm. And we're all laughing, joking around, telling jokes, stuff like that. And Brian <laughs> reaches up. He is like somebody's sitting on his lap. He kind of moves him out of the way, reaches up, and as a joke, pulls the e brake of the car. <laughs> And we go slide, like sliding all over. And like in Georgia, where we live, this road was a two-lane road, and then there's woods yep. on either side. Yeah. Man, that we drove straight into the embankment, into the, and everybody's like, oh, "The car was fine." Jason in the back was not. I, fine. I, that, I forgot all about Jason in the trunk, man. Oh my gosh, he was in the trunk. He was in the trunk. He was in the he was trunk. In trunk. He was in and trunk. Jason was a little dramatic uh, about things, so so we were all like, <laughs> and then we hear, hey, "What the fuck, man?" And and so finally we pop the trunk and let him out, and he jumps out. He's like, "My shoulder's dislocated." I don't think it really was, but then he went. He went up to a tree and like, because he was this Korean dude who was like Korean, but also like kind of like thuggish. But you know, he was like the um, he was the MMA guy before there were MMA guys, mm. and so he, you know, of course, went to a tree and popped his shoulder back into place, and was like, "Man, what the fuck, man?" And we were all just looking at him. We're like, "Get back in the truck." <laughs> 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 so growth and progression ladies and gentlemen hey listen listen <clears throat> good times good times man some of the best times to be yeah, honest man. with you yeah um so will uh that being said obviously anytime you're in town you're gonna be on the show uh Maybe one of these days we'll take the feels on wheels on a road trip and, yeah. and hit yeah. Atlanta yeah um, yeah <clears throat> But in the meantime, make sure you guys uh, like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. All that stuff. <clears throat> I just want to give a quick shout out. I was in, I was in Dover, Delaware. Oh yeah, this weekend right. for a wedding. Or not? I wasn't at the wedding. I was more, more, more the reception, the after party. But you were uh, the featured artist. Yes, but I just want to give a, a shout out to uh, David and Erica. Congratulations on your wedding. Congrats. Congratulations. Thank you for uh, for bringing bringing us out. We had a, we had an awesome time, and it was cool meeting everyone. So, and Paul, my buddy Paul is the one who made all this happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll go into it later. I can tell you guys later, or, or probably next week. I can go into it more. But um, it was a, it was a really it was a really cool experience, and um, I'm extremely tired, which is probably why I was the, probably the most quiet thing I've ever yeah. been on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a really a really cool experience. So I'm glad I got to spend that with them. Sick. But uh, yeah. This is a fun pack podcast. I'm glad I got to finally meet you, man. Man, I'm yeah. glad to heard, get to meet you. Heard a lot about you, and yes, sir. Yeah, man. Man, I appreciate you guys having me again, and uh, I had fun. Awesome. Definitely got to do yeah. this again. And uh, <clears throat> shout out to Aubrey again. Thank you for taking such great care of me in the Philippines. Um, matter of fact, the Philippines has such a huge music circuit out there, man. So. Uh, one of these trips, I'm gonna have to get these guys out in their bands and see if we can go play some Dude. gigs somewhere. Out I'd there, play the man. Philippines in a heartbeat. I think I think <laughs> yeah. it would be dope. That'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, shout out to you too, Jesse. Nice to beat you, big man. And you know we're gonna have to go <laughs> get this guy yeah, some, some food, food man. Yeah, because yeah, 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 next time in that stomach growls, it might be an earthquake in this mug. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. <laughs> All right, Mike. <laughs> I'm validated.
make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, follow us Absolutely. at Walking Blind Pod everywhere. Um, you know, check out if you only listen to the audio version, check out the YouTube. We're doing like some cool shit over there. Um, and uh, we will see you guys soon. Thank you guys so much. Check in on your homies. Peace. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.